Welcome to the Talent Exchange. Hello everyone, I'm Jess, Head of Marketing at Networks. We connect great talent with fantastic businesses nationwide through intuitive applicant tracking technology and supportive recruitment campaigns. Today, I'm lucky to be joined by Barbara Nixon for a discussion on leadership. Barbara Nixon is a success and leadership coach who helps managers, directors and business owners improve their mindset and confidence to work smarter and really grow as a leader. With over 20 years in the personal development arena, including 12 years in corporate positions, Barbara has worked with hundreds of people to help them improve their skills and get them to where they want to go. So welcome, Barbara. Please introduce yourself for our listeners. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for having me. Introduce myself. So I'm a success coach and a leadership coach, and I work with leaders at all levels and business owners to help them get the best out of themselves and their team. Fantastic. So our session today is on lessons of leadership. And thank you for joining us on this topic, Barbara. You've been involved in people development now for over 20 years. What motivated you to step into a, a leadership coaching position? Oh, so when I, whenever anybody says it's over 20 years, it kind of always scares me because it feels like two minutes since I started. So I've always just had a real interest in people. And when I started, it was fresh out of university and I was really lucky to get a position for a big retailer in their people development space, in their people development department. And I stayed there for seven years and then went over to another retailer where I was five years looking after management and leadership development. And to be honest, it was, I was so lucky because I kind of found my calling very early on. So after leaving my second retail position, it was ooh, 2010 and I started a training consultancy, which I ran for five years with my business partner. And it just seemed a, a really natural transition to go from running a training consultancy where we did develop management and leadership programs for lots of different organizations to just go into leadership coaching because I found one, I was being asked more and more to coach senior execs. And two, one of my passions was working with that senior person so that the, the brilliant skills could then drip feed down the organization and then have a, that amazing ripple effect, which we see. So yeah, it was all a natural transition, really. Leadership has been a hot topic over the last 12 months. When we face challenges, we typically seek support and guidance from managers, business owners and leaders in our community. There's an assumption that leaders already have it all sussed. You know, where do they go to get that support? What can they do? It's And you know what? It's such a good insight because I get a lot of people who are at that senior level in, in the organisation and they feel as though they should have all the answers. They feel as though all of a sudden when they get that, that next level up, and they're leading a business or a team that they should be the oracle right you know that they should literally know everything but that's not all the case not, not the case it's we're always evolving we're growing we're developing all the time that through just throughout our lives so we should take into account that we're never going to be the finished article and we don't have to be we really don't have to have all the answers we've got a team for a reason and we should give ourselves permission to keep developing so in answer to that question, the first thing is to surround yourself with amazing peers. One of the problems that I see, certainly for, for the exec level, is that it can be lonely because you feel as though you need to have all the answers and um, you can't have honest conversations about your needs with your team. It can, it can feel quite isolating. So if you have 
if you actively surround yourself with amazing people, whether that's uh, joining a mastermind or whether just having, you know, colleagues from different businesses around you, it'll give you a great head start. The other thing that you can do is hire somebody like me, you know, have, hire a coach, hire a mentor. Again, it'll give you that opportunity to just give yourself some headspace to think properly, to bounce ideas off of somebody, to be strategic, to move away from being in the weeds and day-to-day -day activity, but also to be vulnerable as well and just, just have conversations where you don't have to be the leader. You can have a, just a very honest and open conversation. I completely agree and it has been a really tough year for people like looking up to to leaders and hoping that they've got the the answers in what's been such a challenging climate especially in the HR and recruitment space when they're trying to navigate people losing jobs and looking for new jobs and and also that all the things that come with that for employees too. So what can current and aspiring leaders do to identify how how to move forward and to work on their own goals and, and what goals those need to be? Yeah, I think, first of all, be really honest with yourself. You'll you'll secretly know deep down inside what it is that you're really good at and where your, your skill gaps are and just start to identify what your personal development plan should be. So where do you want to be, whether that's in 12 months or in five years? And I don't mean maybe in a different position or anything. I just mean, where do you want to be in terms of your skill level? What do you want to get better at? What is it that you, you, you're noticing in terms of your own your own strengths and where can you actually improve them improve those uh, development needs the other thing to think about is that it's like I said before it's very very fluid so you don't have to just come up with a specific plan again go towards what interests you so if you've got a natural interest in certain areas of the business then just you might want to read some books you might want to go some, to some seminars just get start putting your feelers out and you'll naturally through your own curiosity, just start to see gravitate towards the things that you need at that time. You mentioned earlier on about networking. Um, have you found networking useful for yourself with your own development? And do you advocate your, the people that you work with going out into their communities and networking? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I am a massive fan of networking. No, it's the old saying, isn't it? No man's an island. So you don't, you, if you're going to stay isolated then you're just always going to have the same viewpoints all the time you're not going to get any kind of influx of different ideas or innovation or just different opinions which is what we all need in order to develop so definitely get out there speak to people you, one you never know who who other people know and to look for conferences seminars exhibitions that again really interest you in your field even sometimes outside your field as well just to get that diverse perspective and see what best practice is happening outside, maybe with other businesses in your, your sector. Or again, look at what's just what's coming up around the corner. It's always good just to put your feelers out and see what's going on, especially after this year, right? You know, we've all been cooped up for such a long time. It'll be great to get that connection with other people. I know I was going to say a lot of people will have found it quite difficult to, to network in the recent climate, but there is still quite a lot of resources online, a lot of webinars, a lot of groups, community groups coming together and LinkedIn hours occurring where you can have that discussion with your peers, with your colleagues and with other people in different sectors, like you're saying, to get that different perspective. I know I've explored that quite a lot during this last 12 months. Yeah, and, it, and you're so right. There's loads of opportunities still out there. And I know there's, there can be some resistance to do things online, especially if everything else is online at the minute. You might have had a full day online. But just to just to keep 
pushing yourself and have it's about having different conversations rather than having a, a year off because of the pandemic of networking just throw yourself into it and see what happens I know some people might have found this last year quite difficult to network but they're also find it difficult to network maybe even face to face and therefore they do look to work with a one-to-one coach to get different experience and to be able to push and work on their own sort of defined path tell us a little bit more about what working with a coach like yourself would would help leaders to to move forward with their progression with so the first thing that I'd say is again I mentioned this before it just allows you to have vulnerable conversations so you can take off that leader's hat that you know you'd be wearing all through the day you can literally take it off leave it at the door and just have a normal vulnerable honest conversation and be very open about where you're at what you're struggling with and where you need to develop so there's a whole host of different things that a, a coach or a mentor can help you with. And you can find people that are really going to support you in the area that you need. For me, the way that I'd support you is by really looking at yourself as a leader. So how are you supporting your team? How can you really up level in terms of being a leader to make sure that your team are all working in the same direction and you're giving them what they need, but also looking at you as a person because it's not just about giving it's not just about you know shining that light on your team and your business it's very much about turning it around and looking at yourself so one of the benefits uh, and this is something that so many people say to me is that what I bring or any coach brings is that different perspective so in, uh, it's the old saying that you you can't read the the label when you're stuck inside the bottle and when you're working on something day to day you often don't see the things that are the most obvious and the most clear for you whereas a coach will give you that different perspective so again the way that I describe it is imagine you're walking through a maze and you're trying to navigate your way through and you're trying to get you find your way out and then somebody goes on the bridge at the middle of the maze and they go oh you know if you just turn left here and you just turn right there it's going to be so much easier a a coach or a mentor will just be able to facilitate that conversation so some of the things that you needed clarity on will suddenly it'll clear the fog and so many times people have said to me how did I not see that it seems so obvious now it's just because you're stuck in the day-to-day stuck in the weeds and there's nothing wrong with that you know that's just the needs of the business and you just you know sorting things out on a day-to-day basis but it is one of the real benefits of coaching just to elevate yourself just for a few moments to see things from a different perspective. No that's really really insightful there and um, Barbara you're talking a lot quite about the soft skills that people are using do you find that's what's the most support from coaching is on those soft skills and, and leaders really need to to still focus and work on those soft skills even though they are a leader? Oh, absolutely. 100, 100%. You're going to get coaches and mentors that focus on different areas. So maybe uh, you'll have a, a business coach that will just look at the business, maybe your business strategy and what how your business is doing. Whereas what I do is come from that softer angle, you know, looking at you as a person. And definitely you need to do that. Because, again, I've mentioned this before, is that we're, it's, it is evolutionary. We've changed so much. And even just in the 12, last 12 months of being in the pandemic, there's so much has changed and we've changed. We've adapted. We've, we've been, you know, we've had to flex our approach and that just, that's just life. So it's about just keeping on top of that. And as a leader, you're not exempt. So, so what kind of challenges do you think leaders are going to be facing over the next coming 12 months after the 12 months that we've all just endured? There's been a lot of change that's that's impacted the way that we all communicate and the way that we operate in business, you know, working from home, etc. What do you think the next 12 months might look like and what kind of soft skills do you think leaders are going to need to be able to support their teams? 
It's such a good question. I think one of the things that, and you've already mentioned, is just flexing your approach in terms of how you communicate. And we've already seen this, you know, for a whole year, we've been working from home, working remotely, because we're in an agile world now, aren't we? So it's just flexing your approach in terms of how you communicate, understanding that not one size will fit all, that you're going to need to flex your leadership style, depending on the needs of that person. And looking at, again, how what works for you? Again, it's so so tempting to ignore yourself and your own needs when you when we're working towards the next twelve months and think, okay, how can I support my team? How can I get the the, the best out of them? How can I develop them? How can I make life great for them? But also not putting yourself in that pecking order you know often a lot of my clients put themselves at the bottom of their own pecking order and deal with everything else first so yes there are going to be some challenges I think it's going to be a lot about how we how we communicate as a team whether you're you're going to stay remotely whether you're going to have a more flexible working arrangement for your teams and how what that looks like for your business but also what is it that you need during this time in order to manage your own change and just keep on top of everything I think flexible and adaptable are two words that we've used a hell of a lot in the last 12 months as we're we're thinking about the world of work. So for all our listeners, what would you say the first step for leaders looking to engage with their teams to inspire upcoming talent would be? Would it be to work on themselves so that they can be in a better position to support their teams? Is that what the benefits of coaching may be? Yeah, absolutely. But probably the main thing is to create a, a, a culture of development, you know, make it Make it something that you would, you actively encourage your team to go out and develop themselves, to read books, to share articles, to pass things around, to, to make it a learning environment. And th- that's contagious. You know, as soon as you start that, it just spreads like wildfire. And, and all of a sudden you'll have a team that are sharing ideas, that are having these really amazing, innovative conversations, which will then be able to put into the business. I also think just role modeling and leading by example. So if you are going through some development, then share it with your team. You don't have to keep it behind closed doors as something that you're just doing. So if you have an insight, again, if you come across a book, maybe as part of a coaching conversation, then share it and talk about how you're developing, talk about areas that you're uh, looking to improve in so that your team can support you with that because again they're seeing you every single day and then that'll just naturally cascade down the business so that you can support everybody else as well. That culture and that environment of continuous learning I mean I always say you know development is infinite there's not everybody is at their full potential I think it just can continue and continuing and you can continue to grow and I, and I think that's such a, an important point especially for our audience in the the HR and recruitment space, because when people are looking at roles or looking to stay within a company, they are looking for a position where they can develop, they can grow, there's sort of that environment where they can prosper. And I think you're right in saying that you look to your leadership, you look to the people that are going to be your manager to sort of drive that and support you with that growth. So if you are doing it for yourself, it's sort of an an example for the rest of your team. So a really good point there. Thank you, Barbara. So we like to ask one bonus question at the end of each of our sessions. So today I'm going to ask, what one key trend do you think is going to have an impact on talent acquisition and HR in the next six months? Oh, such a good question. Now, I don't know whether it's a trend as such, but I think something that we need to be focusing on, certainly when with regards to talent acquisition, is what we've learned during the pandemic. I think we've had 12 months of real learning there and, and, and real 
we've had to adapt in a huge way, but it'd be such a shame to not build on that and not take that learning forward. So the things that are going on in my mind, things are, look at how we're, we're, we're recruiting, you know, how can we really effectively recruit online and kind of change the way that our old existing recruitment practices that we might have used, tried and tested, that we might have relied on, and really, how can we change that to make it even more effective? I'd also really have a think about what that looks like in terms of your organisation, in terms of how they're working, whether they're working from home, whether they've chosen to come back into the office, if that's something that you're going to do, and how you can make sure you maintain a real team focus and team identity when you've got people working in all different areas so that everybody feels included. And if you can, if you can arrange that and really make that perfectly clear right the way through the recruitment process, then, you know, you'll, you'll be a much more attractive proposition for new for new talent completely agree Barbara I think a lot of people are, are wondering what this evolving landscape or work landscape is going to be like as we slowly come out of this pandemic and I think that where you're going to work and how you're going to continue to thrive as a team you know we, we faced that huge challenge at the beginning of the pandemic and not knowing how our teams were going to be able to communicate we sort of overcame that and now we've got to come out the other side by continuing that strength and in whatever hybrid capacity and that might be so I do think that's going to be an important trend for people looking at going forward and as you said reflecting that onto the recruitment process and ensuring that it's really clear what the offering is how are you going to be operating how are you going to be working but also in making sure that we continue with some of the the digital transformation that's occurred during the last 12 months with the recruitment processes where everything's had to move online there's been a lot of benefits efficiencies stream streamlining and automation and also breaking down of geographical barriers because people can just meet up on the internet is fantastic so yeah some great points there thank you Barbara thank you so much for joining us today on the talent exchange it's been great to have you on Barbara oh, it's been an absolute pleasure thank you <laughs> Wow, what a fantastic session. We really hope you enjoyed the lessons on leadership we shared today. Make sure to check out our other podcasts where we explore insights, top tips and discussions on the latest HR and recruitment trends. For more information about leadership coaching and to check out Barbara's self-development book, The Boss Hat, visit barbaranixon.co.uk. To find out more about networks, listen to our other podcasts and see how we are supporting over 450 clients nationwide to attract, engage, manage and onboard top talent, head over to networksolutions.co.uk. Until next time. Yeah.